good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Hour with comedian Jamie Jackson. That's me. Gig is in the diary. I am still a uh, valid comedian because if you have gigs in the diary or you are going up on stage and, and, and telling people jokes, you're a comic. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. So uh, here's something I want to talk about. I, I've worked something out. I don't know whether I've mentioned this. I may have done a whole podcast on it, and I don't think so. I think I was meant to mention it, and I never did. So apologies if I'm repeating myself. But if even if I am, it's I'm going to come at it from a different angle. I finished a book today by Tim S. Grover called Winning. And I'm sure I've talked about this. Anyway, it's a great book. But what I realised is I'm an ambitious person. And I've never identified as an ambitious person before. I've always figured ambition was something silly and pointless that, like, you know, wankers were ambitious. I don't know where I got this from. I think it's because I'm a working class man from a working class family in a middle class world. I mean, we are living in a middle class world and I'm a middle class boy or something. I'm positive I've said all of this before. Deja vu. Maybe I dreamt it. The point here is I have ambition and I have goals and I have um, expectations. And then when they're not met, I get very frustrated and angry and then think that life is, you know, shit. I'm down on everyone. Everyone's an idiot. I'm just completely angry at myself for not following through on things. And there's a great phrase, which is um, something along the lines of, the source of all of your problems is because you're not everything you could be and you know it. And that's certainly true for me. And it's taken this long for the penny to drop, which is essentially, I have this ambition, but also what comes with ambition. And this is what this book winning has really helped me get my head around is a lot of fear, a lot of loneliness, people not understanding you. Like I've never felt like I fitted in when I talk to people and they, they their entire life plan is, I'm just going to work in this job and then maybe get a promotion to a very slightly more senior job in the same area and get a mortgage and um, just have a family and, um, you know, ride it out until retirement and then ride that out until death. Like, that's their big plan when you talk to people and it, and it freaks me out. Obviously, they don't actually say that. It's all dressed up in niceties. But what they essentially mean is, I'm going to get a job. That's my plan. Get a job and work at it. Now, I think having a job is fine. Everyone's everyone's got to play that game. So you may as well, you know, try and pick something that you like. But I I have certain expectations. No one has picked me but me. And that's something, that's something else. In this book. It's like I'm suddenly a convert of this book. But that's something else that this book says which is nobody picked you but you. And when the moment I heard that, I was like, fuck yeah, because all of this asking why, you got the Simon Sinek book, um, Start With Why and all that, which is such bullshit, because there is no why. You don't understand why. No one understands life. We're all fucking confused. This is like, we're all running through life as a, as a first-timer. Do you, do you know what I mean? Even if you believe in reincarnation, it's still your first time because it feels, or at least it feels like it, because you, it's new. Everything feels new. You don't remember how to live life. No one, no one's done like life, then rewound and done it again. 
we're all first timers running through this. And so be wary of people who claim to have answers. And the people I found who claim to have answers more than anyone else were smug 20-somethings at parties. That's what I really found. That was a really lonely period. Well, it wasn't a lonely period in my life, but I felt very isolated where most people seem to be like, you know, they're, I don't know, they're a paralegal or a marketing assistant or um, a PA and they're like, oh, I'm just loving life, living in some fucking shit flat. And, you know, oh, anyway, it's people can live how they want. But the point is, I have ambition and I, I do you see the way I stuttered over that word I still feel shame about it and it, I think it's for a working class person to have ambition in a in it, this is the thing about the working class world is people think it's like um EastEnders or something when the reality of growing up in a working class household is there's no money there's a genuine kind of stress about all of that but but there's a huge attitude of being risk averse because there's a scarcity mentality because there's nothing anyway. But then there's also this mentality of everyone above you is a crook. Um, you know, the, all these go-getters and people, who the fuck are they? Know your place. Like, it's crabs in the bucket. The working class keep themselves down and in check. More, way more than the middle classes do to them and uh, you know i i'm i'm only really thinking about my certain members of my family and my my dad really and and he was a product of his working class environment and that that's that kind of limited mindset that's really what comes with being working class and so to go oh hang on i actually have ambition and i want to do stuff feels it feels odd to say, maybe it's me just talking to myself about, talk, you know, putting myself down about having ambition. I don't know why I feel so weird about it. I've never said the A word before. I feel like I'm coming out of the ambition closet. I don't know. But I think I do. And I think the, when I've got these expectations, and perhaps this is the same as you, and then I'm not meeting these expectations to have money, to have a creative career to do things that scare me, that's a big one, I, you know, doing the things that scare me and proving to myself I can do them. If I'm not doing those things and I'm running away from them, which is very easy to do, very easy to run away from your fears and your difficulties if no one's going to criticise you but yourself. Um, it means that the voice inside your head, you know, your, the attitude towards yourself, your own reputation with yourself, a.k.a. your self-respect, takes a dive so you really need to go what do I want out of life I heard something great today by Rumi which was I should be suspicious of the things that I want which is a great way of saying what you probably want is bullshit and what you really want is something you might not have worked out yet but don't ask why about anything don't ask why you've got ambition don't ask why you've chosen yourself for something or other you know, your intuition knows, you know, with your gut feeling, what you need to do. And sometimes it's so deeply buried within you, you've got to dig it out. And I think I felt like I've dug it out a little bit. With with saying that I'm ambitious. It's Talk about ringing a bell of clarity. I don't know, maybe I'm full of shit. See you on the next pod.